from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Jeremy Harrell. Live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Jeremy Welcome, one and all, to Live from America. Thank you very much for giving me your second hour of the day. I know time is precious, and I know it is very hard to give anybody an hour of your precious time every day. But folks, most of you give it two hours a day, and I am so ever so grateful uh, for that. And I just <clears throat> I can't believe how far we've come here on Live from America. But yes, you are watching Live from America right from the Live Free or Die Granite State of New Hampshire. And I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell, a.k.a. the Hip Hop Patriot, and today is July 8th year of our wonderful Lord and Savior 2021, and I got a great show lined up for you today. If you are watching on social media, I ask that you just please reach down, hit that like button if you're on YouTube, get that notification bell so you're notified when we go live, because I end up deleting every video on YouTube, but if you're watching on Rumble, which is becoming such an amazing site for live streaming, then please reach down there, press that plus sign, let's rumble with other videos, and share, 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 whether you got to copy the link, or just press the share button if you're watching on the mobile app, and it'll bring up all of your other social media sites, your Telegram, your Getter, your Instagram, your Facebook, if you still have Facebook, if you're still there, uh, I am not, so, but for those that are still there fighting the good fight, Thank you. And you can also watch on Roku, which is digital TV and Firestick. Just look up LFA TV, download the channel, boom, and you're off and running. Thank you so very much. Let's go give some shout-outs right now on Rumble to Real Carol Leak. I love Carol. Thank you very much for joining. Glad I got to be here to listen in. Thank you, Carol. It's been a long time. I'm so, so glad that you are here. Corn Pop is also in the building, and Corn Pop says, let's rumble. I hear you, Corn Pop. Love you. Thank you so very much. It was a great honor to meet you in Illinois. Thank you so much. Jeremy, you're my dog's favorite. They get a chill. They get to chill with me when we're together on LFA. Rumble. One Rumble dog said that on Rumble. Amanda says on Rumble and Roku. Yeah, two different looks, huh? Don't worry. That's going to change soon. It's just a problem with the um, the program that I'm using to do all the streaming and restreaming, so I appreciate it. Uh, let's see. Ashley, uh, Alicia Waida is watching. She says, I am so over Whackbook. Man. Man, I could not agree with you more. Slurp, slurp, slurping from Greenway, Green Bay, Wisconsin. Uh, Jeff is in the house. I think it's Jeff Pools, maybe, from Michigan. Um, either way, I do know a Jeff Pools from Michigan, and he does watch the show. And I canceled two Capital One accounts today. See that, folks? The power of the people and the power of truth. It is amazing. It truly is amazing. We got Rockford, Michigan in the house watching. And Cheryl, Cheryl253 says, Hi, Jeremy. Please give me a shout-out. Well, there you go, dear. God bless you. Thank you. I love you. And uh, thanks for being so loyal to the show. Let's move over to Kevin Wilson on YouTube, who's watching. Michigan is in the house. See you on Rumble, he says. I don't know if he's switching over or not. Michael uh, Nagovin. Mike from PA is on. Cheese steak sandwich was good, huh? Hey, Mike. Mike's the Uber guy. He's my PA Uber guy. I love Mike. Thank you, man. You did you 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 hosted me so so very generously. Me and Danny on the bus and and Jerry and it was great having dinner with you that night. So thank you very much. Angie B. She says, "Hey, from North Carolina, Diane McIntyre is watching from Monroe, Michigan." She said, second time today," and that's what I'm talking about, folks. Just straight loyalty for this show. So thank you, Diane. I appreciate you. God bless you, and I love you as well. All right, folks. It's time to show you some gifts. I got some great gifts in the mail, so I'm going to go ahead and show those to you right now. The first gift that I'd like to show you is amazing. I, this, is a, this is a great gift. This is a really great gift. And I get a lot of good gifts. I get a lot of amazing gifts. I get a lot of jaw-dropping gifts. And I get a lot of great gifts. I haven't had a bad gift yet. I haven't had a bad gift yet. But this is from Dina Gilbert. Check this out. What, it's a bottle opener. It's a soda or beer or whatever it is that you're drinking. It's a bottle opener. And it's really awesome. And I just want to thank Dina Gilbert so very much for this. This is actually going to be um, in my house. I'll be putting this up in my house. Some stuff I keep from my studio. Some stuff goes to the house. Some stuff goes to the garage. This is going in the house. So thank you, Dina Gilbert, so very much for that. And I'd also like to thank Delina McCoy. Now, Delina McCoy sent me a really good letter. And I want to, uh, I want to say something about the letter that she sent. But check this out. 
she sent me some really nice um, uh, scents, some really beautiful smelling um, scents, uh, stuff that she makes. But check this out. Check this thing out that she made. And on the back, folks, is the Lord's Prayer. So on the front, we the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union, establish, you know, the thing. And uh, what a, I mean, I don't know if you can see all that. I'll hold it. There you go. Check it out. Isn't that something? And of course, again, on the back, the Lord's Prayer. What a beautiful, beautiful thing to put in my house. This is another thing that's going to be going in my house. And thank you very much. But I want to read a little bit of, uh, of what she said. And, and, and this is how we work together, folks. And this is how we can stick together. Okay, long story short, I'll just let you know. Uh, she says, uh, Delina, she says her name's Delina. She can't remember when she started following the show, but she think it was sometime before the last presidential election. And due to COVID and everything, she lost, due to COVID, due to, due to some, some personal uh, stuff that she had going on with, with uh, her health, um, she was basically crippled. The, the, she, uh, not crippled like she couldn't walk, but crippled financially. She couldn't, um, she couldn't continue to keep up with her work. And because she couldn't keep up with her work, she started taking her skills to do stuff like this. And she doesn't have a website um, yet. And she, number one, she's you know just really rough with computers. And two, she doesn't have anybody. She's not going to be able to pay somebody to, to maintain a website like, like we do here on Live from America. So what I'm going to do for Delina is I'm going to reach out to my web guy. He's a good friend of mine. And uh, you know he, he understands the power of this family. He is very, very grateful to be able to make extra money because of the donations and the and the financial support that comes in in order to run this effectively. So I'm going to reach out to him and I'm going to ask him if he will make her a website, a very simple website that she doesn't have to maintain a lot, and then he can uh, uh, he can pass it on to her and 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 maybe teach her how to add things on there or maybe have somebody else take it over. But I'm going to do that, and I guarantee you he'll do it free of charge. And if he charges me something, then I'll pay for it personally out of my pocket, Delina, I think what you've gone through, and I didn't want to read your whole letter, I didn't want to, to really put out, you know, all the stuff that you put in there, I don't know how personal that stuff is, but I understand it's difficult, I understand it's hard, okay, I really, really do, and uh, Denise, as soon as I uh, talk to my web guy, I'll reach back out to you, you left me all your information, and, uh, you know, this is how I want to work together, this is how I want this community, this Live from America family and, and, and conservatives to work together, we don't have to bleed each other dry, we don't. And, and that's why I created the America Strong Companies page. And, and my web guy actually says he's got about 40 or 50 submissions that he's going to work on uh, getting those up there. So if you've submitted it and it's not there, it's just because everybody's been crazy busy lately and he's going to take some time to do that. So we're going to create Dina, Adelina, a website. And I, and I, I hope... I hope and pray that it works out for her and that she can, and then we can put her website up on the America Strong page and we can all buy from her. You see how it works, folks? You see how it works? Together we're stronger. United we stand, divided we fall. I think a lot of us have forgotten that here in the United States of America. But that's what makes this country so amazing. So please, share the video, folks. Get it out there. I also want to highlight a business that's been there from for me from the beginning. And they were the first people to send me a button. Remember the... Nobody cares. Remember that button? Well, Revival Design, folks. I'm going to hold it up there for you. Revival design and this is their team right here headed up by Kara Alba in Nebraska great people if you need design work if you need anything like that if you, if you need design work for shirts or any or your business or logo work or anything like that or any 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 good photography done then www.revival-design.com r i v uh, uh, not revival, excuse me, rival yeah i always get that mixed up when i read it rival design not revival design <laughs> People are probably like, oh, you're promoting my business. That's great. Can you get the name right? I got you. Don't worry. Believe me. <laughs> I got you. Rival Designs, www.rival, rival-design.com. Kara, love you. Thank you very much. I know it's been a long time since we've talked, but I hope you get it. It's just been absolutely crazy. And... Um, I'd also like to read you an email real quick, and I wanted to get through these pretty quick today, so um, you know there wasn't a lot of... Uh, 
crowd interaction today. And it said this, Hi Jeremy, my name is Amber and I live in Thornton, Colorado. I wanted to reach out to you because, one, I watch you every day at 11 and 5, love your show, thank you very much. Uh, and two, you are my go-to news always. Three, when I'm having a down day with everything that is going on, I watch you and you remind me that we get through this dark time with the Lord on our side. It is scary times and I have three children of which will be in school this year. My youngest will be in kinder, middle, Will uh, my youngest will be in kinder, middle will be in first grade, and my oldest will be in eighth grade. I got on the school district website today because I noticed that online check-in registration is now open. I looked up the curriculum for this year to check for CRT, critical race theory. And what do you know? They have it in there. But don't worry, parents, because it's not called CRT. It's called equity. So, folks, if you have children that are in school, or if you have grandkids and, and, and they're going to school, check your school's curriculum, your upcoming season's curriculum, and see if they've changed the name to Equity. Because remember, that teachers' union, even though they slowly took it off their website, I still think they're pushing for it for all 50 states and 14,000 school districts, okay? Equity. She says, I read through all of the BS, and they gave links on how to handle racism and how to teach my children about it as well as helping parents teach them as well. I'm furious. I cannot figure out how to get my voice heard at the school board meeting because they are still on Zoom and they post on YouTube and I cannot join. There isn't an option for my voice to be heard. Pretty convenient. Now, because of this, they will not be going to school. I will be homeschooling against my children's wishes. They want to go back to school, but I'll be homeschool. Oh, I'll be homeschooling against my children's wishes. They want to go back to school, but I just wanted to send a link that they posted on the district site for us to read over as quote white parents, basically white guilt, folks. And look, I'm all for teaching children that racism is bad. Of course, racism is bad. It's just it's one of the worst things on this planet. Okay, it's one of the worst things on this planet, and you can teach them that just like we were taught in school that. Racism's bad, okay? But CRT and equity training and all that, that's different. It's completely different. The left likes to spin it. Like it's like, oh, you don't want to teach your kids about racism? You're racist. No, 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 no. I'm all for teaching my kids about racism. All for it. 1,000%. What I'm not for is for you teaching children that white people are racist. That's the difference. So thank you very much for sharing that email with me. And um, it's just another example of, of, of parents taking charge and going, nope, not dealing with this. You teach academics, I'll teach life issues. You teach math, science, biology, social studies. Well, I guess they don't even call it that anymore. In Vermont, they don't call it social studies. You know what they call it? World, uh, what's it called? World, um, no, not world, global citizenship. It's not called social studies anymore, folks. Remember when it was called social studies when we were in school? It's now called global citizenship. Somebody said put up Master Swamp Rat. Here he is. Here we are. We got a special guest on the show today, folks. Tony Fauci. There he is, Master Swamp Rat. He'll sit right there for the for the remainder of the show. Hold on. I gotta I gotta set him up there right. There we go. There's Tony Fauci right there at the foot of Donald J. Trump. Okay. Anyway, folks, I also wanted to let you know that there's a lot of people who do not like to donate through the platform that you donate through when you go to jeremyherald.com. So I will be adding more options for people if they want to donate and help the show through Venmo and other things like that. But you can also support uh, by uh, sending to the uh, studio's um, P.O. box at the bottom of the scrolling screen. All right, folks, I am ready to put my attention to the Lord. Are you? I'm ready to give all my attention right now to God, to God Almighty above, because without him, the very breath in our lungs does not exist, which means that we're not here to do this. So, ladies and gentlemen, reading from Jesus Calling, the evening version on July 8th, 2021, and I thought the very first opening part of this, when I read this, I was like, wow, powerful, it says this, gaze at me, glance at problems. Gaze at, excuse me, gaze at me, glance at problems. This is the secret of living victoriously. I have called you to live supernaturally, and I have empowered you to do so. Ask my spirit to help you fix your gaze on me. Man, that opening statement, huh? Gaze at me and glance at problems. I mean, talk about looking at the glass more than half full. You know what I mean? Because how can you have any issues gazing 
at God. Um, pretty incredible. Um, so let's go to the verses that this is pulled from, which is John 14, 16, and 17. John 14, 16, and 17. I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper, and he may abide with you forever, the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. And then also from 2 Corinthians 4.18, which says, We fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. That's the power of Christianity. For what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. Mm. Amen. Before you turn out the light tonight, invite my spirit to alert you when you are overly focused on your problems and to redirect your attention towards me. Again, folks, if you can figure out a way to fix your fix your focus on God, on, on the cross, on what Jesus did, how can anything else bother you during that time? And it's all about giving your body uh, 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 um, peace, giving your soul and your spirit peace. And it all comes from the Holy Spirit. Somebody asked, when I'm going to have MTG on? Well, that's a good question. I've reached out to M uh, Marjorie many, many times to get on, and it's just scheduling-wise, it's just very hard. She's back and forth from D.C. Uh, but I have a feeling, I have a feeling when I get on Real America's Voice News as a, uh, a co-host to most of these folks, I'll start getting some of these interviews that I haven't been able to get. I mean, I'm even partnership with Mike Lindell, and I can't seem to lock him down for an interview. So... Or maybe we're just too raw right here on Live from America. Maybe they like the show, but they don't want to be associated with the show. You know what I mean? I mean, who knows? Who knows? But I don't think so with MTG. She's pretty raw herself, you know? <clears throat> All right, folks, the Lord's Prayer. The best way to start out every show. So please, remove your hat. Say it loud and proud with me so all of heaven can rejoice. Are you ready? Kids, I know you watch too. Are you ready? I'll try to say it slow so we can all say it together. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses. So we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. Remember when people were actually yelling at me and mad that I was doing the Lord's Prayer? Because for whatever reason, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, man. All right, folks. Rumble, YouTube, Roku, Firestick, iHeartRadio, RSS Podcast, Radio.com, TuneIn.com, wherever you're listening, wherever you're watching, live from America, let's get ready to rumble, folks. The first and foremost section of today is also going to be, and I love starting the show out like this, giving the Dum Dum Award. But before I give this beautiful little dum-dum to the most deserving recipients, let me first explain why these people get the dum-dum award. And I think you're all going to like this. So, you ready? Here we go. It has not been a good week for the left, ladies and gentlemen. Now, one thing that we do on this show is that we always highlight wins. Wins. No matter how big, no matter how small, we highlight the wins. The wins are what get us from one day to the next. And I got to tell you, we had a lot of wins this week, and the left had a lot of losses. What do I mean by that? Well, let's go ahead and go through them, shall we? Um, the Haitian president, as you know, was assassinated. Well, how is that a win for conservatives? Well, it's not a win because somebody passed away. No, 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 no. It's a win because the Haitian president being assassinated actually caused the Clintons... <laughs> <laughs> to trend on Twitter because they murder everybody. <laughs> so, while I don't condone anything, uh, any type of assassination or murder or anybody dying, the fact that it caused the Clintons to trend because of the Clinton Foundation with the Haitians and you know the whole story, it caused them to trend on Twitter. I get, you know, remember that scene where Hillary saw the balloons coming down and she was like, whoa! <laughs> remember that? When all the balloons were coming down when she was the nominee for the Democrats and she's like, whoa! <laughs> you can imagine that when she found out she was trending on Twitter, she probably did it. She probably was like, whoa! And then recited the name of her book. What happened? 
what happened? And then they said, well, you're trending because they think that you killed the Haitian president. Oh. Oh, well. <laughs> Donald Trump did it. <laughs> but anyway, let's, let's continue. There's a lot more here, okay? There's a lot more subject matter to go through here. So, the Haitian president gets assassinated, and the Clintons trend on Twitter. That's good news, right? Then... But it's bad news for the left. This is all highlighting the week that the left has had, okay? Trump announces a massive class action lawsuit to take down Google, Twitter, and Facebook. The left goes nuts. Pennsylvania goes full speed ahead on a full forensic audit. The left goes nuts. New polls this week show that over half the entire population um, thinks that somebody else other than Biden is running the country. Bad news for the left. Biden failed miserably at his goal to vaccinate the number of Americans that they wanted to, their goal, by the 4th of July. Because people are starting to wake up, folks. People are starting to wake up from the fear-mongering. So what does he do? He starts sending out his Nazi door-to-door with a syringe police. And guess what? The Dems are freaking out. Okay, bad news for the Dems because this is just the, the way the world's looking at them is like, what is going on? Maybe President Trump stepping aside was exactly what needed to happen. Also, another bad news for the left, I told you this earlier in the, in the week, they're freaking out at the fact that they're not even going to be able to steal swing state elections anymore. And they're not going to have cackling Kamala Harris as their knight in shining, op, uh, knight in shining armor. As a matter of fact... It is so bad, the polling was so bad, that cackling Kamala Harris probably couldn't even beat Hitler in an election race right now if Hitler was still alive, and thank God he's not, right? All of these things, folks, happened this week. So we need to sometimes take a step back, look at everything that's going on, and thank God that we get those little small wins. Hashtag winning. I think that deserves a slurp of coffee, don't you? Corn Pop says, come on, folks, 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 just take it. I paid the bill, and I got him $1.79 trillion. Folks, come on. Oh, true to National Depression. <laughs> what a win for conservatives, right, folks? All right. All right, folks, at this time, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break, and we will be back right after this with more Live from America. <clears throat> War Room Posse, Real America's Voice and the War Room's voice just got louder. Look, we're rolling out throughout the country because of this grassroots movement and support that you give us. The fight against the corporate interests, the extreme left, the woke media, the woke corporations, Wall Street is only going to get tougher and more meaningful. You now can see us on your local TV stations. Check out locally where you can get Real America's Voice and the War Room. Check it out. Real America's Voice in the War Room coming to a TV station near you. Lean into freedom and join Real America's Voice as we come to a broadcast station near you. Thank you to each new affiliate station across our great country for joining our powerful grassroots campaign. America has found its voice. Download the Real America's Voice app and join other Americans just like you across the country coming together for real change. Coming together for real change. Man, do I love Real America's Voice. But you know what we forgot to do? We forgot to cue the music for all those dum-dums that are having a very bad week. So let's go ahead and give them that music. Woo! The illustrious Dum Dum Award. Started throwing them here on Live from America, and now we press buttons and throw smarties and airheads and dum dums and everything else in the world. So, <laughs> but you know what? Let's follow this right up from another. Let's just keep the music going, okay? Let's give another one right here. Who's that Dum Dum Award going to go to? Well, ladies and gentlemen, estranged, creepy porn lawyer. Michael Avenetti. Remember when Michael Avenetti was going to be the next president of the United States for the left? Remember when Brian Stelter, Humpty Dumpty himself, was like, Oh, I see you being the next president of the United States. Oh, this is so great. Remember when my friends, Ben Berkwam and Will Johnson, were able to corner creepy porn lawyer Michael Avenetti at a conservative event 
why he was there, I don't know. And he was like pointing his finger in Ben Berkham's face and in Will Johnson's face. And he's like, I'm going to take your president down. I'm going to kick your president's, you know what? Remember when he was just, he was so cocky and he was so, well, ladies and gentlemen, Michael Avenetti has gone to jail. To federal prison for two and a half years. Two and a half years, that's a cakewalk in federal prison. The guy should have got 25 years for the stuff that he pulled. But you know what? I'll take a win when I can get it. And I'll just, I'll couple that right with the wins that we just talked about. Two and a half years stuck inside a prison, being a creepy porn lawyer. That's what you, do you see what you get when you try to go after Donald Trump with lies? Do you see what you get when you try to puff up your chest and try to be creepy porn lawyer Michael Avenetti or stretch face Armstrong or pencil neck Adam Schiff or mom jeans Mitt Romney or Adam kiss your butt goodbye in Chicago? You see what happens, you guys? Not only do you lose terribly and embarrass yourselves, but you end up getting the raw end of the deal in the end. When are you going to stop? When are you going to stop? Michael Avenetti, don't drop the soap. <laughs> Just kidding. Terry Lynn says, I'm late, but I made it today. Thank you so very much. And uh, Jen says, it's not enough time for the crime. I agree. I agree, but I'll take a win when I can get it. I'll take a win when I can get it. Corn Pop posted the picture uh, that was made for me on Telegram, so I'll definitely have to uh, go find that and, and share that out as well, or just take a picture of it that was given to me, but it was a great picture. It was a great picture. I'm sorry I haven't showed it yet. It, it, my apologies. All right, folks. I just shared a, a sign um, that you could put up on your on your door or on your property for Biden's Nazi stormtrooper vaccination team that's going to be coming door to door. And it's actually pretty scary. It's a lot more scary than it sounds, folks, if you really think about what's happening here. So I put this, um, I'll show you, I'll show it to you on my phone here on the camera, if you can see that. So this sign should be printed out, and everybody should put this on their door. And I'll read to you what it says. First of all, it has a stop sign with a hand like this, okay? And it says, attention, in big red letters, do not knock on this door to talk about the quote, vaccine. You are trespassing on my property, and if you do not leave after reading this notice, criminal trespassing charges will be filed. Asking about the vaccination status of anyone on this property will be met with civil litigation against both the agency you work, you represent and you as an individual. And at the bottom it says, get off my property. Get off my lawn. Now, What's really scary is, is a video that I'm going to show you a little later in, in the show, which is Biden's uh, Health and Human Services um, uh, guy, Becerra, Becerra, whatever his name is, I think it's Becerra. What's really disturbing is what he said this morning, that he said, it's not illegal to come knock on your door. And then you had a CNN reporter pushing him to try to make it mandatory that you get it. But we'll, we'll play that video later. But I think this sign should be printed out and should be on every one of your doors or every one of you or at the mailbox where your property line starts or wherever you want to put put it all over your property because these people are not welcome on your doorstep. I know that you feel that way, I feel that way and I know that millions millions of the rest of the country feels the same way. And not just conservatives, folks. There's people in the middle, there's people on the left, and there's people who don't even follow politics at all. There's people in the Amish community, there's people in the Native American community who will not get this and will not take this. Get it through your thick skulls and stay off my property. Stay off my property. I posted this on Instagram, I'll also post this on Telegram so you can steal it, take take it as a PDF and go print it out yourselves. Or just make one. You can just make one. Resolute Road on Rumble says, I want that. Uh, where do we do that? You put, you, I'll, I, like I said, I'll put it on Telegram and Instagram. I'll also put it on my Getter uh, page. And you can just save it, screenshot it, whatever you got to do, and take it to your local um, print shop and just have them print it out. Put it up. Pretty easy. All right, folks. Now, I really need your attention. I need your attention wholeheartedly right now, especially those who were sending me emails about their kids going back to school, vaccinations, all this kind of stuff. This is very, very important. Um, I'm going to pull this up on my, actually, I think I got it on this phone. Got a couple phones going on here. Work phone, personal phone. I got some screenshots and I wanted to make sure that I had this readily available because this is going to blow your mind. All right, here we go. The number of deaths reported in the U.S. so far this year from the COVID vaccine, okay? 
not from complications with COVID, directly from the COVID vaccine. And guess where I'm getting this? I'm getting this at www.vares, which is V-A-E-R-S dot H-H-S dot gov. And it's affiliated with the CDC, okay? Now, the number of deaths reported in the United States so far this year within seven months at www.vares.hhs.gov, which stands for Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System, has reached 6,985 and approximately 411,931 negative adverse reactions. Think about that, folks. So 7,000 people on this website... So go ahead and fact check me, anybody you want, YouTube, Google, anybody you want, because right on their website it says nearly 7,000, 15 people shy of 7,000 people have died of the COVID shot, and that's what's reported. But even worse, 411,931 adverse reactions. Now check this out, this is even worse. Of that 7,000 deaths from that COVID vaccine, they are now placed in the top 50 causes of death in the country. The top 50 causes of death in the country. Now check this out. I read 6,985. Well, check this out. In all of 2017, these are numbers from 2017, there were 2,812 accidental fire deaths. There were 3,709 drownings. There were 4,968 homicides other than firearms. There are 5,611 deaths from hepatitis. There's only five, and I shouldn't say only, but it's less than what the number that I read you for COVID. 5,698 deaths from AIDS, folks. From AIDS. There's a thousand more people that have died in seven months from the COVID shot than died in all of 2017 of AIDS. 6,554 deaths from deliberate poisonings and 6,946 deaths from accidental suffocations. Need I say more? Need I say more, folks? Now, that's what's reported. You and I know that there's probably way more than that. That's just in the U.S. M. Bruno says, is that the 7,000 deaths in the U.S. or the worldwide? That's the U.S. That's the United States of America. That is within our borders. Scary enough for you yet? And just this year... Hundreds and hundreds of children have died from it. Okay? Um, on the Stu Peters show, they said they took the VAERS info down. Well, hmm. Hmm. I'll have to check that after the show. That's interesting. I do love Stu Peters. And I, and I trust what he says. So, wow. Just wow. Top 50 causes of death in the country. Unbelievable. Wow. Uh, Bargain Queen says, YouTube going to shut you down. That's okay. That's all right. We're, we're okay with that. All right. Now, another thing I want to show you that's some pretty good numbers. And the, folks, I've been, on a, I've been on a numbers kick today. So I'm just going to go ahead and pull this up. Check this out. As related to Google, YouTube, and all of these big tech media companies that President Trump is trying to take down, you need to understand how much we rely on them, meaning control, right? Everything's about control lately. Control this, control that, knock on your door, take this, everything's going to be bad. All right, check this out. <clears throat> the number one visited website in the world, Google, receives 5.6 billion searches per day, controlling 90% of global search traffic. And I got I, I to gotta be honest with you guys, I still use it. I know the dangers of it, and I still use it. So how crazy is that? How crazy is that? All right, 90% of all global traffic. YouTube is the second most popular search engine in the world with 2.3 billion users worldwide um, and 1 billion hours of videos watched daily. Rumble, though, right on their heels. Our minds... Political beliefs and worldviews are inseparably linked to search results, and Google is no longer an objective source for this information. A handful of Silicon Valley billionaires have no accountability and are actively censoring, deceiving, and manipulating the minds of billions of people around the world. We will never have a free society as long as Google, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter, and other big tech companies meddle in elections and limit our free speech. Folks, it's way... 
Folks, 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 it is way more serious than them censoring conservatives. I mean, think about the control they have when they control the information and control the flow of where information goes. Now, I don't go to Google for any kind of research and vetting. I go to Google for things like that are in the Constitution, but then I think to myself, why am I even doing that? If they're, if they're controlling all information, I should be using Bing more often or DuckDuckGo more often. The problem with, the problem with Bing and DuckDuckGo is a lot of them are pulling their stuff from Google now anyway. So it's like, how do you win? You know what I mean? Do we go back to Britannica and just go right through the books? But even then, but even then, folks, how long have people been printing things that they... Look, look, folks, um, the the, uh, history, it seems like, and and, and I think Donald Trump really pulled the, the curtain back on this. History seems to be nothing more than a bunch of lies agreed upon by a bunch of people. That's what history seems to be anymore. I mean, what do we even trust anymore? You know what I mean? I know we can trust the good B-I-B-L-E, but as far as like history and information and stuff goes like that, it would make sense that history is nothing but a bunch of lies agreed upon by a bunch of different people. It's pretty crazy stuff, folks. It's pretty crazy stuff. But Donald Trump isn't just going... Like, this is, this is like him going after... Bigger than the swamp, folks. The swamp is D.C. But you got to understand that Facebook, Twitter, Google... YouTube, their power has grown beyond the federal government of the United States of America. Look how they cater to them. Their power has grown beyond that. Do you remember back in the day when Microsoft was split up into a bunch of little companies because they were afraid that Microsoft and Bill Gates was going to get too big and control things like he's doing with farms and food and, 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 and pandemic drugs and vaccines and all this other stuff? Thank you, Donald Trump, for coming along and, and, and opening up a lot of people's eyes. That's all I can say. That's all I can say. All right. I know that our good friend Ben Berkwam just moved to Arkansas. And I know that he is raving about how great Arkansas is and how great the people of Arkansas are. And I know my time spent in Arkansas was amazing with the people that I met there. However, Arkansas Republicans got some explaining to do. You got some explaining to do. This is not good, ladies and gentlemen. This is not good at all. Check this out. Arkansas Republicans and the governor there has literally now helped illegal aliens get driver's license. All of them are getting driver's licenses now. Check this out. The passing of this law, they passed a law. It was Act 746, formerly House Bill 1735, has now passed. And all Republicans, but a few, voted on this, including uh, support from the governor. It will allow the state's nearly 5,000 DACA recipients and other immigrants with work permits to obtain any professional or occupational license in Arkansas. The federal DACA program, or Deferred Action for Child Arrivals, covers immigrants who were brought to the United States without authorization as children. DACA allows these individuals a group sometimes called Dreamers, to stay in the country free from the threat of deportation if they meet certain qualifications. Although DACA recipients are eligible for federal work permits, requirements at the state level have sometimes prevented them from becoming licensed in specific professional fields or driver's licenses. The legislation sponsored by state rep, who's a Republican by the way, Clint Penzo of Springdale, and state senator, Bart Hester, Republican from Cave Springs, received overwhelming bipartisan support, folks. Overwhelming bipartisan support. Okay? Now, check this out. The the Republicans that voted against it in the state of Arkansas, the only ones that voted against it are State Senator Trent Garner, State Reps Joshua Bryant, Bruce Kozert, and Gayla McKenzie. Those are the only Republicans who voted against it. Folks, we're giving people who are here illegally licenses to work in in certain fields that should be for American citizens. Now, I'm all for including people into things legally. That's the difference here, folks. And they're giving them driver's licenses, which is going to allow them to vote. So that's in Arkansas. And for, for these folks right here, for Trent Garner, 
Joshua Bryant, Bruce Kozert, and Gayla McKenzie. Well, we're going to go ahead and give them the Smarty Award of the Day, folks, because I think they deserve it, don't you? Here we go, Smarty Award of the Day. Wish we had more smart people like that. And I thought, I really thought that the Arkansas uh, legislature was a lot better than that. I really did, but apparently they're not. So we got a lot of, uh, we, they got a lot of explaining to do, and I'm going to be working with Ben Berkelman to talk about that a little bit further. Unbelievable. Terry says, you know they'll never get auto insurance. Well, maybe they will, maybe they won't. The, the, the fact of the matter is they shouldn't be having driver's licenses anyway or license in different fields to work. That should be for American citizens, and the very fact that they're getting a state ID will allow them to go vote. You watch, mark my words. Mark my words. All right, folks, going to take a quick break as we're starting to get used to this now, right? It is a little weird, but we're going <laughs> to take a quick break and look at another great American company, which which I've bought from, and I know a lot of you have bought from as well. But we're going to take a quick break, and I'll be right back with you here on more Live from America in just a second. The majority of produce brands you're buying in your local stores is imported produce, and it's putting the American farmer out of business. Patriot Foods is fighting back by providing U.S.-only produce. Choosing the Patriot Foods brand is how you can support the American farmers, families, and our service men and women. Patriot Foods has family that has fought in the two major world wars. We strongly believe in your patriotism and your willingness to do what's right for your country. We need your help. Please join the fight and demand your country's brand in your local stores. We thank you and salute you. And welcome back to Live from America. I know we're still getting used to those commercials, but you know what? Sometimes to grow, you got to change the format. We don't have to change the show, but we did have to change the format a little bit. And you know what? I'm all for that. As long as you let me be me and let my Live from America family be Live from America family, we're all good. So I promised you to show you a video of the uh, Biden's HHS uh, Secretary Basera. And this is actually a super, super creepy video, folks, because now I'm going to be stopping this throughout the, throughout the uh, interview because there's some things that I need to address about this, about the back and forth here. It's really disgusting. The back and forth between the CNN reporter and Becerra is actually so disgusting and disturbing that I'm going to have to stop it in so many places. Again, don't just watch an interview for an interview. Break it down and actually see what they're saying because what they're saying is dangerous. So here is CNN. <laughs> Nobody cares. Here is CNN interviewing Biden's one of his top executives when it comes to health and human services. Here we go. Here we are. I wonder if you can answer that criticism. It's none of the government's business knowing who has or hasn't been vaccinated. What do you say? Brianna, uh, perhaps uh, we should point out that the federal government has had to spend trillions of dollars to try to keep Americans alive during this pandemic. So it is absolutely the government's business. It is taxpayers' business if we have to continue to spend money to try to keep people from contracting COVID and helping reopen the economy. And so it is our business to try to make sure Americans can prosper, Americans can freely assert. All right, we're going to stop it right there. It is absolutely our business. It is absolutely the federal government's business who and who is who is and who is not vaccinated because the federal government has spent trillions of dollars. So that makes it our business. First of all, dumb dumb, it is not your money. The federal government is not a person. The federal government is not supposed to be a business. You did not spend your money to make sure that we fought COVID-19. You're a liar. And that is... That would be another example of, as you say, fake news. That is our money. So number one, let's just stop it right there. You didn't spend that money, dummy. That's our money. You don't have any money. Your money comes from a paycheck, which is highly inflated as it is, you shouldn't be having the money that you, you shouldn't be given the, 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 the amount of salary that you're given anyways. Everything should be on a, uh, you should be a public servant, not a politician. 
Okay, you shouldn't be. You should be a public servant when you work. Well, I guess this guy's this guy's actually head of a department. That's a little different than an elected official. But you get what I'm saying. It's not your money. It's our money. So don't sit there and say that you have some right because it's your money. Anyway, let's continue on with this dumb dumb. And knocking on a door has never been against the law. You don't have to answer, but we hope you do, because if you haven't been vaccinated, we can help help dispel some of those rumors that you've heard. Knocking on the door has never been against the law, but we hope you do. And that's why you need that sign on your door, folks, that we talked about earlier in the show. Sorry, I'm going to stop it a bunch of times because there's a bunch of things I need to break apart. Hopefully get you vaccinated. There are experts. Listen, we hear pleas from President Biden telling people to get vaccinated. But what we're seeing is a decline in vaccinations. And there are folks who say more needs to be done, like Dr. Lena Wen, who in an op-ed for the Washington Post said, quote, that's not nearly enough. Biden needs to get behind proof of vaccination, starting with his own White House events. A gathering touting the United States' progress toward independence from the virus should have been the ideal opportunity to make the case for vaccine requirements. It matters for everyone, including the vaccinated. What's your response to that? Having people say, yes, I am vaccinated and and proving it, or at least having them attest to it. See what she's doing here? You see what she's doing here? She's planting the seeds. And she gets worse, by the way. It gets worse. She is planting the seeds to basically have the government make it mandatory for A, for you to get it, and B, for you to prove that you got it. This Watch how she pries. She is such a disgusting, disgusting person. Well, there are any number of ways to try to continue to make progress, and the president has demonstrated that he is open to moving in any direction we can to help Americans get safe, be safe, feel safe. And so we'll continue to provide uh, Americans access. We're going to go where you are so that you can get vaccinated. You're going to go where we are so you can get vaccinated? Probably not a smart choice. Do everything we can. And what we've done is allowed the states, through our governors, our mayors, and county supervisors, to determine how best to approach people in their neighborhoods. They're relying on federal government officials to determine how best to approach people in their neighborhoods? Are you kidding me? Do you even listen to what you're saying? Do you hear the words and they're coming out of your mouth? I mean, Master Swamp Rat Fauci can hear them. I mean, come on, folks. This is... Re- <laughs> wow. Seeing people die disproportionately in places where folks are not vaccinated. Yeah, that's a, absolutely the case. And perhaps the best story there, the best data point to, uh, to really put out there for folks is that today about 99% of those who are contracting COVID and dying are unvaccinated. That's and- a lie. That is... You know why? Fake news. That's fake news. That's a lie. If you want to stay alive, if you're going to contract COVID and you want to stay alive, best chance will be if you're vaccinated. You mean the 99.67% chance that I got to stay? Okay, yeah, you're, you're cool. So why not model? Why not model that? I hear you saying leave it to local leaders, leave it to governors. Why not at least model how you let people into an event? Well, Brianna, you heard, uh, you read off some of the comments of some representatives in Congress, and the the that particular type of thinking is not uh, uh, it, it's out there. And we want to <laughs> give people a sense that they have the freedom to choose. You mean like the kind of thinking that steals an election? Yeah, I, I think it is out there. I think you're right. But we hope hope they choose to live, and we're going to make it possible for them to have a good life. And by the way, protect their family and loved ones at the same time. We hope people make the right choices. We want them to have the right information. But we are America. We try to give people as much freedom and choice as possible. Hear that? Listen to what he just said. We are America, and we try to give as much freedoms to people as possible. We are not a democracy. We are a constitutional republic. Let me break this down for you. We do not get our freedoms and our rights from you, Basera, or the sniffer and thief, creepy, Jeep, creepy, sleepy Joe Biden, Beijing Biden. We don't get them from Barack Hussein Obama. We don't get them from Jen Psaki. We don't even get our rights and our freedoms from people that we like, Donald J. Trump, Reagan, and the rest of them. We get our freedoms and our God-given rights from God. Not you. You don't give them to us. We empower you. How stupid of a thing to say i just oh i get so frustrated with some of the things that these people say and brainwash to the american people like we're some dictatorship it's crazy 
clearly when over 600,000 Americans have died, the best choice is to get vaccinated. I mean, I, I and I, I don't mean to, well, actually, I do mean to keep pressing on this. Here she I goes. I ask you this as a parent of small children who don't have the choice. I don't have the choice to vaccinate them, right? Why? Why don't you have the choice to vaccinate them as a parent of small children? Feel bad for your children. So we're living our lives in a, in a certain way. I worry about the health of my children. There are tons of people in this situation. There she goes. And so I know you want to give people the freedom, <laughs> but it's not just about their freedom. It's also about the freedom of other people. And, and look, I know... Here she goes. But by the way, by the way, I seem to think that most Americans have their freedom because of the Second Amendment, not because of the federal government. Not because of the federal government. But let me just take this back a little bit because I know I'm talking too much. Here we go. You want to give people the freedom, but it's not just about their freedom. It's also about the freedom of other people. And, and look, I know that young people have much better reactions if they get COVID. But there are a lot, including some with cardiac problems, who certainly don't. So how do you, I mean, isn't it worth modeling the correct behavior to protect those people? Certainly modeling that behavior, the correct behavior is important. But verification. And, well, and so, Brianna, you're touching on an issue that's as old as the Republic, and that is yeah, our he admitted it. personal freedoms, our personal responsibility. When you take to a vehicle and you drive with your children in that vehicle, you assume that everyone will be, will be as responsible as you will behind the wheel. Unfortunately, not everyone is. And so do we prevent uh, or prohibit people from driving because they won't be as responsible as you? We, again, give people choices and we try to have people be responsible. COVID is no different. The vaccine is no different. We want people to be personally and community responsible. And we hope that they'll understand it's not just their lives, their loved ones' lives, but perhaps your children's lives as well. So there you go, folks. She's trying to pressure him into saying what they're trying to do, and he's trying to stay away from what they're really trying to do. You got, you got Xavier Becerra over here saying, well, you know, Americans got freedoms, and we give them freedoms. And then you got the CNN reporter trying to push him to say exactly what the Biden administration is trying to do, and that is take away all your freedoms and make you take it. It's so easy to read between the lines when you have two very, very ignorant, uneducated, low IQ individuals having a conversation. It's so easy to, to, to see the forest for the trees. And that's what these two are. Okay, and I'm sure that they're far more college educated than I am. I'm sure that they've gone through, you know, classes and courses that I will never even dream of taking. But there's a little thing called common sense. And common sense doesn't seem to be too common anymore when it comes to people on the Communist News Network and the Biden regime. Okay, maybe they should just stop talking to each other completely because we can we can watch your interviews and see exactly what you're trying to do. You think we're that stupid? You think we're that stupid? I mean, wow. Blah, blah, blah. It's all fake news. It's phony stuff. It didn't happen. <laughs> it's all fake news. It's phony stuff. It didn't happen. Now, folks, speaking of craziness... Speaking of things that are very outrageous and speaking of how they're coming after your kids, we played that video for you earlier from the San Francisco Gay Men's Choir that said, we're coming after your kids, we're coming after your kids, whatever it was, okay? Well, somebody, live from America viewer, sent me this on Instagram and I couldn't, I mean, I could believe it, I could believe it. But I think you need to see this. So if you have an Instagram account, I urge you to go on your Instagram account and look up What's an Abortion Book. That's the actual name of the page. What's an Abortion Book. Ladies and gentlemen, they have made and illustrated a kid's book teaching children as young as three years old what abortion is and trying to normalize it. And it, it, just disgusting. Again, they're coming after your kids, folks. Donald Trump said it best. They're not coming after me. They're coming after you. I'm just in the way. All right? So for all those who can see this, watch how disgusting this is. I won't play the whole thing. I won't play the whole thing. Hello, hello. Welcome to the live reading of What's an Abortion Anyway? I am going to give folks a couple of minutes to join us. Um, first off, we're going to wait for Mar, who is the illustrator of this book and the co-creator. Um, and then we will do a live reading, and we are so excited to have folks here. So we'll give it a few minutes, um, and then Mar will be joining us. Thank you. I'm going to just fast forward book, Let us know um, what you're most excited about. Um, Mar and I are so excited about many, many things. 
um, regarding this book and now and Mar will um, fast forward um, really quickly a note from myself and M. This book is meant to be a resource for young people who are curious about abortion or have had someone in their life who has had an abortion. We chose each and every word with intention and want to share a few notes about language before you dive in. This book was written with the assumption that the person reading has a basic understanding of pregnancy and how pregnancy happens. There are many fantastic books to help explain the fundamentals of reproduction and pregnancy. So first of all, they go through how a person gets pregnant. This is for, for children like three years old, folks. Okay, it looks like a Dr. Seuss book when you go to the page and look at it. All right, and the, and the, and the lady on the bottom is showing the book where the lady on the top is talking. So let me fast forward a little bit more because, you know, it's like an eight-minute video. We don't want to see the whole thing, but you need to be aware of what's going on. A miscarriage is when a pregnancy isn't healthy enough to keep growing. Some people have an abortion. An abortion is when someone decides to stop growing their pregnancy. To stop growing their pregnancy. Think about that. That's what they're teaching three and four year olds. There are many different ways that people who are pregnant can have an abortion. Some people see a doctor who does a special procedure to remove the pregnancy from inside a person's body. Other people take medicine to stop the pregnancy from growing bigger. From growing bigger. I'm going to stop this in a minute, but you need to read this last page here that they're going to read. Abortion is very safe, and millions of people have abortions every year all around the world. Abor abortion is very safe? Let me just say, murder is very safe. Murder is very safe, folks. Don't worry about it. Just go to Chicago. Go to Chicago for the afternoon. Get yourself a Chicago hot dog. Get murdered. It's very safe. It's all good. Murder is very safe? What? No matter how someone has an abortion, everyone should be able to decide the way that is best for them. Okay, that's enough of that. That's an absolute enough of that. What a bunch of sickos. What a bunch of sickos, folks. And, and the reason why we need to show this stuff on Live from America is we need to educate people. Because you don't know what's happening to your kid when your kid leaves the house. Let's face it. Your kid gets raised by more people outside the house than they do inside the house. That's just reality for most people. It's just reality for most people. So if you got a youngster and they're at the library, or they're at school, or they're at preschool, or they're on the bus, or they're with a babysitter or daycare or whatever, and they're and those people have that kind of thought process, they're probably going to end up with this book. It's it's going to be a you watch. It's going to be a New York Times bestseller. It's going to be a, a New York Times bestseller. It's safe. It's safe. Where's that? Take out the papers and the trash button. It ain't working. But you get it, right? Take out the papers and the trash. We need to make sure that we are educated about what's going on with our children, with our grandchildren. And if you don't have either of those, you still know that the youngsters are the youth and the future of this nation, and we do not need them growing up with stuff like that. Period. Period. Oh, I'm sorry, folks. That's just, <laughs> stuff just gets me heated. It gets me heated every single time. So you know what? I don't want to leave the show on a somber note. So let's not leave the show on a somber note. Let's leave the show on a good note real quick. And let's go to our friend, Captain Deplorable, real quick. Let's go to Captain Deplorable, and let's get some, some, where, oh, that's the wrong one. Captain Deplorable, come on, where are you? We're going to try to leave the show on a good, on a good note here. Let's see, Captain, is this it? Come on. Ah, I can't seem to find him. Well, it was it, I was going to pull up the the, uh, the Trump impersonator guy because he's got some really good new videos. Captain Deplorable. Uh, oh, you know where he is? I know where he is. Sorry, folks. Sorry. Sometimes it just takes a while. We got to we got to end the sh show on a good note. You know what I mean? We got to listen to some some good stuff or watch some good stuff to leave the show with. We can't leave it on a somber note like what's an abortion anyway. But by the way, go to your Instagram accounts, type that in, and you'll be able to find it uh, find it on your own and research it. Because it's not just that video that I just showed you. There are pictures 
of the book. There are, there are pictures of the illustrations and stuff like that. Well, folks, it ain't coming up, so we're just going to skip that for today. But just think happy thoughts. Think of the Lord. That's what we'll do. We'll think of the Lord. We'll thank God Almighty that we have the technology to be able to spread this information and, and get it out to the people far and wide. So, on that note, we're going to end the show for today. Thank you so very much for giving me your second hour of the day. Every day, God bless you guys. And uh, remember, there are right ways and there are wrong ways. But there's only one Yahweh, and apparently only one Tony Fauci. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, keep your head up high. Because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. God bless you, have a great night with your families, and I will see you tomorrow, Friday, at 11 a.m. for more Live from America, right here from the Live Free or Die State of New Hampshire. God bless you guys, have an amazing night. Rebirth of America Been a long time coming and we all learned something that we won't ever give it up Long as I'm bleeding, I'ma never stop screaming that we first in America